Welcome everyone. It is 6 p.m. and it's time for the Server Room Show. This is episode 16. I would like to thank you for everyone who tuned in today and also the people who listen to this in a form of a recording. As this is live, all the blobs and the errors are left in. No cuts, no buts, it is raw material. This new show is streamed live at Anon Radio Station every Saturday at 6 p.m. UTC time. There is a voice for IP phone line active during the show. You can call it either from regular phone or via SIP. The number is plus one nine one zero six six five nine one nine one. The SIP account to call in at is two six one four one four at San Jose two as in the number two. That voip that ms. Today's topic is Linux, but before I would like to say that this is the first time when uh, in parallel to uh, the show being live, uh, I also stream. Uh, live the desktop and the webcam uh, via Twitch so if someone wants to uh, tune in also uh, for the video he, he or she can do that I left the link in also Mastodon and also in the com chat room and uh, for the moment the video has no audio but for uh, from next week uh, forward I will uh, mix this uh, same uh, audio going to to the live feed I mix it under uh, the Twitch video feed so you will no need to have both uh, one stream for the video and one stream for an audio open uh, to be able to enjoy it as you you, you should but for today, for a lack of some cables I couldn't find, I was unable to take uh, the audio from one machine to another. Because for the streaming of the show, I use uh, a separate uh, little Hackintosh, I mentioned it previously. And for uh, everything else, I, I use another uh, box with Linux, which we will mention today anyway. I switched back to this box from my uh, Mac Pro 2009 which uh, previously was my main machine and now I switch back to this one. So today's topic is Linux. So let's see what we have uh, about that. Let's see what is uh, Linux in general. Linux is a family of open source Unix-like operating systems based on the Linux kernel. An operating system kernel first released on September 17, 1991 by Linus Torvalds, who is a Finnish guy if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. The Linux operating system, if we try to look at it from a high level overview, consists of two parts. Uh, the main part or the uh, one of the parts is the Linux kernel the same Linux kernel we just mentioned that uh, was was done by Linus Torvalds and the rest which is referred to as user land or user space which includes uh, everything else everything else which is not uh, the kernel Linux kernel itself for example, uh, system daemons or the windowing system like uh, X11 or Wayland, user application and anything beyond and above. 
there is a, uh, an, an image in the show notes you can see which tries to uh, two two images actually which try to explain it a bit more in in detail what what I was just mentioning so Linux uh, as we said that sometimes Linux uh, you could refer to the Linux kernel it is it is more than just the kernel and because the kernel itself is not really usable for for many things uh, from a point of view of a user therefore Linux is uh, typically packaged in a form of a Linux distribution so what is a distribution a distribution includes the Linux kernel and supporting system software and libraries content of which varies between different distributions like uh, Debian is a distribution or Fedora or Slackware and many 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 others giving the difference and different flavors between Linux distributions the fact that uh, each uh, comes with their own set of softwares and libraries and whatnot uh, the distribution owner can decide and uh, that's how the different flavors uh, exist so let's for example Debian, Debian comes with one set of software and version and uh, applications and for example Fedora comes with uh, with another ones and that's how flavors uh, so-called distributions exist and uh, many times differ from one to another so as you said the distribution leaders can choose what software to include and which version which package manager to use and uh, the related package format what display software to use if they want to use x11 or wayland and any other extra tools many times one distribution likes to keep the linux kernel on the bleeding edge uh, which is the latest and greatest but can have uh, maybe bugs or uh, not so stable like uh, earlier versions tried and tested while others tend to keep it a few steps or a few big steps behind and focus on stability versus performance and uh, having the latest and the greatest distributions which intend for servers normally omit graphics and uh, desktop environments altogether and include for example solutions or um, software stacks uh, software packages so to say uh, which are more intended for the use on servers like uh, lamp stack for example is uh, is one of one of these which stands for linux apache mysql and php apache is as a web server and mysql as a database server and php for the for the php motor uh, we mentioned desktop, desktop environment so let's see what is a desktop environment uh, for that uh, first we have to see what is a desktop metaphor desktop metaphor uh, treating the computer monitor as if it is the top of the user's desk upon which objects such as documents and folders of documents can be placed a document can be opened into a window 
which represents the paper copy of the document placed on the desktop. Uh, small applications called desk accessories are also available, uh, such as desk calculator or notepad or similar. The desktop metaphor itself has been extended and stretched with various implementations of desktop environments, since access to features and usability of the computer are usually more important than maintaining the purity of this metaphor. Hence we find trash cans on the desktop as well as disks and network volumes which can be thought of as filing cabinets, not something normally found on a desktop. Other features such as menu bars and taskbars have no counterpart on a real-world desktop. So desktop environment is an implementation of the desktop metaphor made of a bundle of programs running on top of a computer operating system which shares a common graphical user interface, GUI, sometimes referred to as a graphical shell. Desktop GUIs help the user to easily access and edit files, while they usually do not provide access to all of the features found in the underlying operating system. Instead, the traditional command line interface is still used when full control over the operating system is required. Uh, desktop environments versus uh, window managers. A window manager is a piece of software that manages windows, allowing the windows to be opened, closed, resized and moved. It is also capable of presenting menus and options to the user. It controls the look and feel of the user's GUI. With Linux or BSD you have choices. You are free to select any number of window managers, ranging from lean and mean, simple ones, low memory and CPU consumption, to feature-packed uh, large ones. A desktop environment usually uh, rides on top of a window manager and that's many features like panels, status bars, drag and drop capabilities, and suite of integrated application to applications and tools. In fact, user opinions on operating systems are typically based on one thing, which is the desktop environment. Uh, but of course, the desktop environment is only a small part of an operating system. And in Linux and Linux systems, the window manager and the desktop environment can be replaced or highly customized. Sometimes to differentiate in between one or another is not easy. Also as window managers can be used standalone and together with the desktop environment. In my opinion, it's not always easy to categorize what is a window manager and what is a desktop environment and to see where one ends and the other one begins. From the above explanation, I normally take this as below. If it brings additional suite of integrated applications, uh, for example, in the case of uh, GNOME and KDE desktop uh, environments are good uh, examples, I consider those uh, of which being a desktop environment. Both GNOME and KDE comes um, with a bunch of additional software and uh, and that's how I, I, I normally distinguish between uh, what is just a simple uh, window manager uh, 
and what is uh, something more like uh, full-fledged but again this is only uh, my understanding and that's always your uh, your uh, mileage may, may vary so where Linux is used uh, that, uh, the response is that uh, it was everywhere Linux was originally developed for personal computers based on the Intel x86 architecture but has since been ported to more platforms than any other operating system Linux is the leading operating system on servers and other big iron systems such as mainframe computers and the only operating system used on top 500 supercomputers uh, since November 2017 and since then it's uh, gradually eliminated all competitors it is used by around 2.3% of desktop computers the Chromebook which runs the Linux kernel based Chrome OS dominates uh, for example in the US in the educational market and represents nearly a 20% of sub uh, $300 notebook sales in the US as per Wikipedia Linux also runs on embedded systems uh, for example devices whose operating system is typically built into the firmware and highly tailored to the system this includes for example uh, routers, automation controls televisions, set-top boxes uh, digital video recorders, uh, video game consoles uh, even smartwatches uh, even um, for example, uh, Trek Technogym, which makes uh, fitness equipment, their treadmills uh, running on, on on top of a Linux core. I have a photo. I will try to upload it to the show notes. Uh, the last time I was there, it was uh, rebooting and it was saying booting Linux, and it looked it looked nice. Also, many smartphones and tablet computers run Android and other Linux derivatives because of the dominance of Android on smartphones Linux has the largest installed base of all general purpose operating systems Linux is one of the most prominent examples of free and open source software collaboration the source code may be used, modified and distributed commercially or non-commercially by anyone under the terms of its respective licenses such as the GNU general public license so uh, now the question is uh, which one uh, or which ones I personally use when it comes to to Linux I personally use Fedora Linux distribution on my workstation and CentOS server or, or Fedora server on my server class or production machines like a dedicated server or a virtual machine running on top uh, in, in a machine in production Fedora Linux uh, is a Linux distribution initially released developed by the community supported Fedora project which is sponsored primarily by Red Hat with minor support by other companies Fedora contains software distributed under various free and open source licenses and aims to be on the leading edge of free technology. Fedora is the upstream source of the commercial Red Hat Enterprise Linux distribution. Since the release of Fedora 30, five different editions are currently available. Workstation, 
focused on the personal computer, server for servers, CoreOS focused on cloud computing, Silverblue focused on an immutable desktop specialized to container-based workflows, and IoT, uh, which is focused on IoT devices. As of uh, February 2016, Fedora has an estimated of 1.2 million users, including uh, Linus Torvalds himself, who is, as we mentioned, the creator of the Linux kernel. Some of the features of Fedora uh, has a reputation for focusing on innovation, integrating new technologies early on and working closely with upstream Linux communities, making changes upstream instead of specifically for Fedora ensures that the changes are available to all Linux distributions. Fedora has a relatively short life cycle. Each version is usually supported for at least 13 months, where version X is supported only until one month after version X plus 2 is released and with approximately 6, six months between most versions. Fedora users can upgrade from version to version without reinstalling and uh, it works very nicely. Uh, the machine I'm using uh, for, for Linux purposes, I have it since, if I recall, Fedora 24 or Fedora 23, 24 I think. And uh, you can count back from the, uh, right now we are on Fedora 31 you can calculate back that if every six months a new release comes out then since how long I I have not uh, reinstalled uh, the machine just uh, uh, updated it each time and uh, I never really had any any issues and I was always able to go with the, the freshest version so to so to say when it when it came out the default desktop environment in Fedora is GNOME and the default user interface is the GNOME shell. Other desktop environments uh, including KDA Plasma, XFC, LXD, Mate, Deepin and Cinnamon are available and can be installed. Package management in Fedora. Most Fedora editions use the RPM package management system using DNF as a tool to manage the RPM packages. DNF uses libsolve, an external dependency resolver. Flatpak is also included by default and support for Ubuntu snaps can be added. Uh, it is also very easy and uh, I personally have both uh, Flatpak, Flatpak and uh, snaps and they can um, coexist uh, one next to another and I can have uh, uh, a snap application and the flatpak one uh, running at the same time, no problem at all. Fedora uses Delta RPM when updating installed packages to provide Delta updates. Delta RPM contains the difference between an old and a new version of a package. This means that only the changes between the installed package and the new one are downloaded, reducing network traffic and bandwidth consumption. It uh, can be uh, important for people, for example, who are on traveling uh, all the time and perhaps having uh, bandwidth uh, restrictions or bandwidth limitations or bandwidth is, um, 
is expensive uh, for them it, uh, it it is a good thing that uh, the updates are trying to be uh, conserving uh, bandwidth even the age of today when most of the home networks so to say are are, are unlimited but uh, on mobile network we still uh, have not reached real real, real unlimited uh, uh, bandwidth uh, because even the ones which uh, announce themselves as unlimited bandwidth normally have the so-called fair use policy which means that that first that it is not unlimited and second that uh, the provider can cut you off whenever they want because they decide what they uh, what they count as fair use policy which i think is absolutely not fair or at least uh, misleading uh, i think they should not uh, announce something uh, in advertising as unlimited if it is not because the moment you put uh, um, this kind of fair use policies or or um, like imaginary limits or when you try to estimate what would be counted as normal by by a, a user and try to impose that then immediately it is not uh, counted as unlimited so i think uh, they shouldn't do this, but uh, they they don't listen to me. So don't believe them when they say that uh, something is unlimited unless if it's if it is tried and tested. The Fedora Core OS and Silver Blue editions use RPM OS3, a hybrid uh, transactional image package system, to manage the host. Traditional DNF or other systems should be used in containers. Regarding security, Fedora uses security enhanced Linux by default, which is uh, called a cell security enhanced Linux, which implements a variety of security policies, including mandatory access control, which Fedora adopted early on. Fedora provides a hardening wrapper and thus hardening, hardening for all of its packages by using compiler features such as position-independent executable PIE. Regarding software, Fedora comes pre-installed with a wide range of software such as LibreOffice and Firefox. Additional software is available from the software repositories and can be installed using the DNF package manager or GNOME software. Additionally, extra repositories can be added to the system so that software not available in Fedora can be installed easily. Software that is not available via official Fedora repositories either because it doesn't meet Fedora's definition of free software or because its distribution may violate US law can be installed using third-party repositories. Popular third-party repositories include RPM Fusion uh, free and non-free repositories. Fedora also provides users with an easy-to-use build system for creating their own repositories called Copper, C-O-P-R. Since the release of Fedora 25, the operating system defaults to the VLAN Display Server Protocol, which replaced the X-Window X11 system. 
the additions we mentioned previously, uh, beginning with Fedora version 30, it is available in five editions. Fedora Workstation, it targets users who want a reliable, user-friendly and powerful operating system for their laptop or desktop computer. It comes with GNOME by default, but other desktops can be installed or can be directly installed as a spins. Fedora Server, it targets user usage is for servers. It includes the latest data center technologies. This edition doesn't come with a desktop environment, but one can be installed. From Fedora 25, Server Edition will deliver Fedora modularity, adding support for alternative update streams for popular software such as Node.js and Golang. Fedora Core OS, it provides a minimal image of Fedora which includes just bare essentials. It is meant for deployment in cloud computing. It provides Fedora Core OS images which are optimized minimal images for deploying containers. Fedora IoT, Images of Fedora are tailored to running on Internet of Things devices. Fedora Silverblue. It targets users who want an immutable desktop and developers who use container-based workflows. GNOME software. Fedora's default package manager front-end. A live USB drive can be created using Fedora Media Writer or the DD command. It allows users to try Fedora without making changes to the hard disk. So, as I mentioned, uh, recently I switched back to my uh, Fujitsu R940 workstation. It's a single CPU. It, it can accept uh, dual CPU, uh, Xeon E5 2600 uh, uh, V4 series. It has 32 gigs of RAM for the moment, but only single CPU. I have it with Fedora, as I mentioned, since Fedora 23 or Fedora 24. But for a while I was uh, I was defaulting back to my main machine to a 2009 Mac Pro running Mac OS X. And uh, now I switched back to, to this Linux box of mine, which was my uh, secondary machine before. And now this is this is the primary. And I, I accessed the, the Mac Pro either via SSH or with a simple VNC uh, connection to to do what I what I what I did on it uh, previously regarding software uh, applications which I uh, use on on my Linux box as I just switched back I'm, I'm still installing uh, things I, I, I use or I, I used to use uh, but first things first, there is no Vim versus Emacs or kind of similar nonsense. Everyone has its favorites and what he or she thinks best for his or her approach or needs. And I honestly believe there is no reason to argue on or convince one, one, in, one another regarding uh, which text editor is better or worse or superior or inferior. I think that in in a in a free world we live in, if one wants to use uh, Vim or Emacs or V or Nano, for example, let's not leave out Nano. If uh, if that's the best tool for the job for that individual, 
then I think uh, there is no reason to 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 debate too much. And the same applies for uh, when it comes to Linux distributions. People can argue to to that uh, that uh, one distribution is is better than the other. That uh, for example, people who don't use Arch Linux or people who don't uh, uh, build from source all their uh, packages and uh, and uh, he, their complete uh, Linux distribution system like like Gentoo does. Uh, those people are not even Linux users. And and for example, the the ones who use Ubuntu, they are not real Linux users because uh, Ubuntu is not good, and these kind of arguments, uh, internet is uh, full with it. And uh, I think everyone should use whatever he or she feels like the best and feeling the most comfortable with, and can realize uh, the tasks and. Uh, and duties uh, want to to be done with the system, and uh, and feels um, comfortable and safe and secure. So, if for someone uh, it's uh, one distribution with uh, one desktop environment, then perhaps for someone else it's another uh, desktop environment with another system. And our time is up. We have like 30 seconds left. I talked too much about uh, that there is no reason to argue about things which are not important. But it's good to say because uh, sometimes in Linux communities you can find that uh, instead of people helping each other uh, with, a, with, a, with a question, they just fight. So uh, thank you for everyone for listening and see you next week.